He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning. Happy Thursday, or as uh, Harley calls it, Mini Friday. Is that Harley that calls it Mini Friday? There you go, Mini Friday. Happy Thursday, folks. Um, We're into August, hot August mornings. Schools are getting ready to roll up. I'm telling you, summers go so fast. Hey, when you were a kid, didn't summers last forever and ever and ever? You thought they would never and every day in the morning I got up and, and it just seemed like that the daylight was just endless and that, you know, it, it just, uh, and I'm telling you what, it doesn't, it, it doesn't happen that way. I read a story the other day that says the earth is actually spinning faster. That would make our days shorter. So my theory that, um, that uh, time is speeding up, there may be some science behind that. Um, the earth uh, is spinning faster faster i wonder at what point we all kind of get just thrown off of it you know it just woo, and we all get thrown off all right let's get serious we have uh, all kinds of things going on today we're going to have jody um uh, gould of course on the line with us um got a great little uh, letter from mike sublet my preacher friend up in uh, pampa texas and uh, gonna bring you uh, some from that. And uh, we're not letting go of the uh, Public Education Committee in the Texas House. Um, I'm actually gonna bring you some uh, interesting testimony. Um, and an yet another article that has been written and published on the hearings last Monday and Tuesday. We need to keep this momentum going. So anyway, that is uh, what we're gonna be talking about today. Uh, let's start with uh, tonight, uh, the Lano Tea Party is having their meeting um, over in uh, Lano. And uh, if you want information on that, go to LanoTeaParty.org. For those of you who just moved here from uh, the West Coast, uh, Lano has two L's on it, L-L-A-N-O, and no, we don't pronounce it Yano. Um, so uh, it's the LanoTeaParty.org with two L's. Um, check it out. Margaret Byfield is going to be the speaker tonight, and uh, this is an amazing presentation. We have had the opportunity to have it in the Hill Country already twice in the last couple of years. Uh, the pre- presentation is called 3030, and it is uh, all the details about the federal government's plan to take over and control 30% of the land and waters in the United States by the year 2030. And that's just the first step. The long-term plan is for the federal government to own and control 50% of the land and uh, waters of the United States by 2050. Um, and, And this is the same with everything, all right? Let's just stick with the 2030. If you wait till 2029 to fight this, <laughs> you're kind of late. All right, but unfortunately, most of uh, most Americans will not see what's going until um, until it's uh, too late to do anything about it. Well, you're ahead of the game by listening to this program and uh, being engaged in the process of self-governance. This kind of information comes to you 
you are aware of it. That makes you now a, uh, that makes you responsible for passing that information on. And, uh, you know, 2029 is not that far off. 2030 is not that far off. So um, if you saw that presentation, then you know how important it is for uh, some county commissioners and city council members to get up there uh, to Lano and see that. If you haven't seen it, make a road trip to Lano tonight. Listen, they serve a great meal up there at the Lano Tea Party meeting. The best part about it is their members bring desserts. Yes, the members bring desserts. In fact, I think one time I went up there and... uh, I didn't have dinner, but I think I had four different desserts, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Desserts, you know, they got all the basics in them. So uh, that's tonight in Lano. Go to LanoTeaParty.org and check it out. A week from tonight, the Fredericksburg Tea Party will uh, reopen the doors after taking a summer vacation for the first time since 2013. The uh, Fredericksburg... Um, um, the Fredericksburg Tea Party took some, um, took some time off. And, uh, so, uh, we are refreshed and there's going to be a lot, things are going to look a little bit different and, uh, a little more exciting. You know, if you came to our meetings about a year and a half ago, I'm trying to remember when it was about a year ago, we had, uh, managed to get a discount on, uh, a books by a single publisher they are the books, uh, the real George Washington, the real Thomas Jefferson, the real Ben Franklin, the 5,000-year leap, which has been at the top of our books that we recommend, that I recommend that you read. So we got those books at quite a discount a few years ago. Um, I think it's about a year ago. And um, we were selling them at our meetings at, a, at the discounted price. So we didn't sell them at retail. We bought them at a discounted price, and uh, we passed that on at a discounted price. I think I rounded it up $2 to maybe cover shipping, something like that. But basically, you're getting those books at cost, and they're cheaper than buying them online, cheaper than getting them in uh, on a bookstore or an Amazon. And so we now have those same books back by that publisher. That is the National Center for Constitutional Studies. NCCS, um, who we got those books for. Well, for a long time, I had been wanting to get a discount on wall builder books, on David Barton books. And uh, they were, during the uh, COVID, they were uh, not very responsive. Um, And so a couple of weeks ago, I reached out again. I said, all right, what can we do? The Tea Party wants to uh, pass your books on. What can we do? And I got a deal worked out with Wall Builders, and I got three big, bold boxes of books from Wall Builders, including copies of the Founder's Bible. You've heard me talk about it. You know some people that own it. We have purchased um, a, we have purchased a, um, um, I've lost track. We have uh, purchased those, uh, the Founder's Bible at a discount. Um, and we will pass them on to you at a discount. So if you've been considering buying a um, Founders Bible, I believe they retail for around $80. Um, and I don't have the price on the top of my head on that, but it will be less than what you can buy at retail. 
Um, and our deal with uh, wall builders is we're only allowed to sell these at our meetings. Um, and so you won't find them on our website or anything like that. And the only way you'll be able to get a hold of it is if you come to a tea party meeting and we have other, uh, David Barton books. I have his latest book, the American story. Um, we also have copies of U-Turn, uh, which was uh, put out by George Barna, written by George Barna and David Barton. Um, a small little booklet that is the, uh, the role of pastors and Christians in, uh, in the political scene. Um, all kinds of, I even have a package of books that comes with a DVD and a workbook and uh, kind of uh, constitution training, liberty training, and that will all come in a very nice, lovely uh, gift bag, and uh, that'll be discounted. I think there's two books in it and a, uh, uh, all kinds of goodies in that bag, and uh, those were discounted for us, um, a special by the publisher. So I just bought the um, discounted packages, and again, we'll pass those on to you. So, um, uh, and that, that's uh, next Thursday night, Fredericksburg Tea Party great books, good opportunity for you to get caught up on your reading. And uh, the uh, speaker for the evening is George Rodriguez, El Conservador, one of our uh, Texas um, uh, most knowledgeable Texans, uh, Texan on what's going on in on the border, and an amazing voice to the Hispanic community. Uh, daily Radio, and uh, just uh, overall a great guy. He has come speak, spoken to the Fredericksburg Tea Party several times. And if you know George, he is, um, he, it's entertaining. It'll be good. And uh, you'll, he, he uses this phrase, my friend, my friend. That's George Rodriguez, he'll say. And he'll be speaking and he'll say, you know, my friends. So you can count. We could play a drinking game. Every time George Rodriguez says, my friend, you know, you can uh, take a swig of your Pepsi or something. All right, um, also on the 12th, and Kitty Oker, thank you so much for helping me arrange this, as well as uh, she found the, uh, the venue for us and has started advertising it. But next Friday, the 12th, we're going to do the Texas Legislature Online TLO training <clears throat> that I did last week in Fredericksburg. It's going to be the same training. Um, we're going to offer it at the Dietert Center from 1 to 4 this coming Friday. You need to bring your laptop and or your iPad. You, um, I saw someone who tried to do it on their phone after I told them, you can't navigate this site on your phone very well at all. I mean, you just can't. So trust me on that. Bring a laptop or an iPad, and um, we'll... Um, and if you have signed up, I haven't talked to Kitty about, um, you know, if she's taken RSVPs or anything on that. But if you have signed up, be looking for some email on that because we're going to have a couple of things we're going to ask you to do before you get to class. And so I'll work that out with Kitty and uh, we'll get an email to you on that. But if you're interested in that, um, go to, uh, I believe you can go, just uh, look up We the People Liberty in Action. I believe their website is L I A T X. Um, dot something, and uh, they will. Uh, there'll be some information for you there, or if you get their newsletter or the Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter, there'll be information on that training course on Friday, the twelfth. All right, <clears throat> more training. There is a uh, election Texas 
um, Texas election law training that is online training that is going to be happening. I believe they have four dates coming up. Um, they are all uh, later in August, and I do not have the dates right in front of me. Ouch. Um, but I can tell you where to get more information. Saveourelections.com. Saveourelections.com. Easy to remember. And then up in the top where it says take action, well, you take action. Click on that button, and it will take you to this uh, a page with all these awesome uh, pictures of the states on there. And, of course, you live in Texas, so you would say take action in Texas. And then there's a place for you to sign up for this online training. And uh, I'll bring more information for you and uh, have those exact dates in front of me tomorrow. Right now, we're going to give a little bit of a Ben Franklin. I'm running overtime. Uh, hang in there. Um, Jody will be with you in a second. Um, um, and uh, let's see. Here we go. Trust thyself, and another shall not betray thee. Trust yourself, and no one else will be able to betray you. All right, folks, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back with my good friend Jody Gould. That just every time I hear that uh, bumper music, I just want to hear that whole song. It's a great tune by the Groobies. I don't think I think they only came out with two albums before they all broke up uh, because the lead singer for uh, the Groobies wrote a big hit. Uh, what was it? Cloud Nine, I believe. Um, can't remember. Wrote a big hit, and uh, somebody famous recorded it, and uh, the band uh, bought a tour bus, and that was it. <laughs> they broke up, um, but uh, they do have good, two great, fun albums, the Groobies. Go look them up, an all-Texas band, all from Amarillo. I think all of them but one went to Tascosa, um, and one of them went to Amarillo High. So there you go. Good morning, Jody Gould. Hello. Hello? Good, good morning, Jody Hello? Gould. Good morning. Can you hear me? We can hear you now. So, okay, um <laughs> It's the uh, beginning of the month. Uh, Jody Gould is the owner, uh, the proprietor of the Tejas Smoke Depot um, in uh, Fredericksburg. And uh, we have all kinds of fun things that we do with the Tejas Smoke Depot, including once a month they uh, draw a name for a winner for someone who's been listening to the station, paying attention to what we're saying, and they put their name in a hat and they draw once a month. Let's just start there. Who is our winner this month, Jody? Well, this month's winner is Bruce. No last name, but the um, prefix to his phone number it starts with 858. So, Bruce, if you're out there, you know who you are. You're the winner. All right. Go buy and get your $25 gift certificate, and congratulations, and thank you for listening. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> tell us about the Tejas Smoke Depot, Jody. Well, we're a tobacco store that's been in business now for 25 years. Um, we've grown um, to a, a pretty good-sized inventory store, um, starting out with really literally a $5,000 investment that's turned into, you know, a 
big, giant place. Anyway, we have um, fine cigars, uh, under-premium cigars, fine um, cigarettes, uh, or premium cigarettes, I should say, and under-premium cigarettes, or lower-end cigarettes um, uh, that are economically priced mm-hmm. and... Um, well, uh, gosh, I'm drawing a blank. And, and beer, you have all beer kinds of wine. beer and wine. <laughs> yeah. And, and you got uh, doctor tobaccos uh, and, yeah. and uh, all the accessories that go along with that, CBD products, which is a new thing that we just started a couple years ago, and they're doing really well. And then, of course, chews and snuffs and all of the accessories that go along with roll-your-own tobaccos and roll-your-own tobacco. So, yeah, we have a, a full array of tobacco products and anything that goes along with that okay and and also a very good little convenience stop they've got ice and beer and wine and uh ding dongs ho-hos and dr peppers and um you uh, folks are on the west end of fredericksburg if you're going down main street in fredericksburg you get to the y at the end of town and Veer off to the left, and on your left down the wee bit will be the Tejas Smoke Depot. And uh, if you've got the kids in the truck, go ahead and make a counterclockwise drive around the building and pull right up to the window where one of their awesome employees or family member will smile and take care of whatever your needs are um, that you can get at the Tejas Smoke Depot. Not all of your needs, but just those that you can get at the Tejas Smoke Depot. And uh, let's talk about the phrase that pays. What, is, uh, what does that mean? Okay, well, the phrase that pays, if you come in and say that you heard the Matt Long show and that you know that today's phrase is whatever it is, then you get your chance to win a $25 gift certificate. Your name gets put in the hat, and once a month we draw and see who the winner is. But we, you have to listen to the show to know what the phrase is. And so that will today, also that will also get you a discount, right? At the moment oh, of purchase. Absolutely, yes. You get right. a discount at the moment of purchase too. So, All right. And what yeah. is uh, today's phrase that pays? Well, uh, you know, we talked this morning a little bit and you gave me some ideas, but I added to it. So <laughs> All right, let's today's, hear it. Today's phrase that pays is buy beans, bullets, bullion and beer. <laughs> buy beans, bullets <laughs> beans, bullets. Bullion. There you go. I'm 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 with you on that. Beans, bullets, bullion, and beer. <clears throat> All the bees in there. And uh, I think if you've had too many beers, you won't be able to say that. So, <clears throat> so just go in there sober, and uh, you know, and give them that list of things. And I'm with you. I think we're, um, I mean, boy, I don't know. It wouldn't hurt to have a little bit of extra of all four of those in your cabinet these days you know tobacco is not a bad thing to have either that's right there you you go absolutely so folks um go by visit our friends at tejas smoke depot jody did we miss anything i think we got everything covered oh we're uh it's back to school sale this there you go um so for those of you that have children going back to college after you get them out the door come by and get you a fine cigar and a bottle of wine, sit back on the back porch and light up and ponder all the money you're spending on your kids' college. <laughs> there you go. All right. There's a new twist to the back to the school sale. All right. Thank you, Jody. Uh, Thank you, you lightened up our day, and we are all going to have a good laugh 
and uh, we will uh, we'll talk with you next time. Thanks again, Jody. Thank you, Matt. Have a great afternoon. We will. All right. So there you go. Our good friends at the Tejas Smoke Depot. Go by and do some business with them. You know, I had been on the air <clears throat> maybe two or three weeks, and uh, was uh, in uh, was in uh, Tractor Supply. And I can't remember. I was there by myself, but I must have been. I, I must have been talking to myself or something, because from the next style over, I hear this voice that says, "That sounds like Matt Long, the radio guy." And of course, I'd only been on the air about two or three weeks, and I went around the corner. It was my good friends Dave and Jody, and it, it, I, I had just gotten started. And Dave and Jody said, "We want to support you in any way we can, whatever we can do." to help support you and what you're doing. And uh, they stepped right up, and before long, I had we had gotten together with our, with our awesome salespeople here at the radio station. And uh, so Jody and Dave and the Tejas Smoke Depot have been uh, supporting this program since the very beginning. And um, we need to do business with those who did business with us. And so I want to encourage you. Look, my mom is not a smoker. She does not like tobacco products. She doesn't, she won't, you know, go out with a boy who smokes or chews, you know. I mean, just the whole thing like that. And uh, she was in town uh, last year sometime, and she said, I've just got to go by and meet Jody. And so she went in, my mom, my mom went into the Tejas Smoke Depot, and uh, she probably maybe considered putting a disguise on because I think some friends of hers that saw her walking into a smoke shop might have gotten freaked out. But uh, anyway, my mom went in, and unfortunately, Jody was not there at that time. But uh, I think my mom probably bought a Dr. Pepper and a Ding Dong. So there you go. Um, let's support those who support us. Go check them out next time you're in Fredericksburg. They got more than just tobacco if you're not a tobacco user and uh, they are awesome, awesome people. So, folks, we're going to take a uh, short break. Oh, and congratulations to Bruce, whose phone number starts with 858. You know, I'm going to I might have to look in my phone book. I think I may know who that is. Um, but uh, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back, and uh, we're going to talk about the, um, the um, more on the Public Education Committee in the House. Y'all stay tuned. There you go. We are back, and um, folks, um, we're gonna. I'm gonna say a bad word, and um, we're not even gonna censor it. So, uh, are you ready? Uh, FCC, all the listeners, um, lobbyist, <laughs> lobbyist, lobbyist. The bad word. I can't tell you how many of our conservative friends have said, "Oh, those." lobbyists those lobbyists until you start telling them that you know our friends with gun owners of america that we all stand with and fight with for our second amendment rights up at the capitol oh yeah those guys are all lobbyists um there's all kinds of decent and good lobbyists out there i know everybody hates it now, I'm not talking about taxpayer-funded lobbyists. If I wanted to say that, I would have said taxpayer-funded lobbyists. But I don't, uh, those, I don't like those lobbyists, and it's not the lobbyists I don't like. It's the 
fact that your tax money is paying them to, in most cases, lobby against you, and you're paying for it. So that's a different subject. But so don't put them all. Don't be the the bozo conservative who walks up and says, "I hate all lobbyists." All right, we shouldn't have lobbyists. That folks, that is not a capitalist idea. That's an anti-capitalist idea. That is an anti-liberty idea. If you want to get rid of all lobbyists, well, I want to read an article or parts of an article from a friend of ours who is a lobbyist by the name of Lee Spiller, and uh, Lee uh, has written a really good article in the Texas Scorecard. He was with us all day last Tuesday, and I believe he was also at uh, the um, BMD. He was also there on Monday all day, which I didn't do. So um, anyway, so Lee was all there, um, uh, there all those two days. Lee is a he is a lobbyist for um, uh, protecting folks from psychiatric abuse. He is dead set, dead set against uh, the majority of the use of chemicals to treat children uh, and with psychiatric issues. He doesn't say that all drugs are bad, but he definitely, and I think we could all agree with uh, Lee, that these um, medications are abused and overused and very often are the first go-to step when dealing with psychiatric um, um, issues in young people. It seems like the first thing is, well, we're going to put your kids on uh, these drugs here. Um, and uh, so he is fighting and works against that. So, yeah, he's a lobbyist that's a good guy. I want you to please reconsider your when you talk about lobbyists. Just remember, there are those on our side who get paid to fight for what we believe in, which is awesome. And by the way, if anybody wants out there wants to pay me to go to the Capitol and lobby for the things I'm already going up there for, please call me. I'll sign a contract. All right. It costs a bunch of money and a bunch of time to go to the Capitol. I'm not getting paid for that. And um, and I, if someone were to pay me to go to the Capitol and fight for the principles of liberty that I fight for all the time anyway, I wouldn't even hesitate. I mean, we'd, of course, read the contract really well and, you know, go over all of that. But, um, no, somebody wants to pay me, absolutely, I'm all down. So keep that in mind. Um, he wrote a great article. I think you should uh, spend a little bit of time reading it today. It's on the Texas court car, uh, scorecard. It says parents should not be uninvited witnesses to events that shape their children's lives. Silenced parents who traveled to the state capitol to voice concerns about public education, sign a letter to Texas House members. Now, that was one of the great things that Lee was able to do while we were up there. He uh, quickly put together this letter, um, had it printed, and many people signed it, and it got delivered to these offices. And so when you have someone in his position who, uh, you know, he could go out and have all that printed and pay for it and... Um, and so um, there, that was, um, yeah, that's the kind of guys we like to work with. And so he wrote a really good editorial. Um, and uh, he says uh, he's got all kinds of points made in it. Uh, we, believe, we believe our schools are solely for their students. They're not an industry. They're not a seat of political power. Um, we object to awareness campaigns that focus our children's attention on non-academic 
subjects. We are horrified that any elementary school would choose to screen a, su a student for such an upsetting issue as suicide without parental consent and involvement. All right, and he talks about one school district in, in, in Texas where in their student handbook that they say this, that, uh, that you know, we, we, if we think your kid's suicidal, we're going we're gonna to talk to him without your permission. We're going we're gonna to pull him in and, and, and visit with him. I, I don't have a problem with that, but if someone at the school believes that, they need to call the parents first, the parents first. All right, um, and so that is, um, he, he says, we, uh, we object our children being encouraged to seek help from counselors without parental involvement. Um, and so he goes on and on. He says, we believe that we, we are our children's first teachers, their first protectors, See, his, his uh, commentary, and it is on the commentary page at Texas Scorecard, his commentary is exactly what a good, um, a good testimony at the Capitol would sound like. So if you read, you read this, it might give you an idea of how to build your testimony. I was talking with someone yesterday, and um, she had come up with a really good argument on a certain topic. And I said, that's a great argument. What you need to do is sit down and write that out. And she actually said, I'm going to do that, Matt. I'm going to turn that into testimony. She had a personal story about a situation that would be amazing testimony, but she's not going to go to the Capitol, and she's not going to stand up in front of the, the committee and read that. But you know what? She's writing it out, and she's going to give it to me. And so for the when the appropriate bill or time comes up that her testimony will be will be useful i'll pull it out of a file and we'll have someone read it it may be me it may be one of our other activists who goes to the capitol and will present her testimony so this is ways you can get involved now i, I pulled so so we had two days of testimony on the 25th and the 26th since i was there on the 26th and heard a lot of the testimony late in the evening I uh, went yesterday and uh, was planning on, and actually I did it the first time on Wednesday last week, I went over to see if they had posted the uh, video from that hearing and they hadn't posted it, which is very unusual. That always gets posted almost immediately. A couple of days later, it's still not posted. So I went last night to look at it because I knew something was up. And believe it or not, the part of the, te they, they, they had technical issues. They had technical issues. So when you go back and try to play that video, audio video, and I have been doing this as long as I've been engaged at the Capitol, I've gone and looked at these videos. There's never been technical issues. Now there were technical issues on this. But you know, also we had a, I believe it was Brian Harrison who was speaking in front of the State Board of Education against, um, against CRT. And all of that's supposed to be recorded, and he gave apparently gave an amazing speech, and the audio video just kind of quit working in the middle of it. You know, that same thing happened to our um, school board meeting, I think it was, where when uh, the citizens got up to testify, the dadgummit, the, uh, the, the whole thing just quit working. These are subtle ways of cutting off our voices. 
So anyway, I was able to capture, and by the way, this was amazing. We started seeing stories about these Monday and Tuesday hearings pop up in different places. And uh, yesterday, I'm on the Blaze on their news page, and my goodness, Glenn Beck has picked up the story from the Tuesday hearings at the Capitol last week. And he also posted some video and audio that the, um, the, the committee room was unable to capture because their equipment wasn't working. So fortunately for us, we had someone else in the room recording this testimony. It's from a woman named Mrs. Clark, and she was at the Capitol all day with us. And I was sitting in the back of the room when she gave her testimony. And so uh, we're playing the recording from The Blaze on, uh, we're, go ahead, I want you to listen to this testimony. It's, it is exactly three minutes long. I think most of the people that are listening to this program can give a testimony with this kind of passion as Miss Clark did. Is that uh, ready to go? All right, here we go. So I filed the first federal lawsuit against woke indoctrination in America, in Nevada, and I live here now. And if my daughter is taught CRT at all, I will sue you. If my daughter is taught SEL at all, I will sue you. I am encouraging every parent I know to sue you. To sue every teacher, principal, every system, everybody up the chain. Because we're tired of y'all. We don't need CRT. We don't need SEL. We don't need, hey, listen, I'm an atheist, bisexual, biracial, Homeless person, I want school choice. I do not want my child to be taught that just because she's black and a woman, she ain't gonna make it. I do not want my child to be taught that she needs to express herself sexually in her classroom. And in the Bible, there's no depictions of None, not one. Let's do the context, right? In the Bible, or in Shasta for that matter, there's no depictions of That's not happening. In no classic ever. This is the context. This is what we're talking about. Y'all are tripping. Every single day, we go to schools and we see our teachers lie to us. Lie right to our faces. And y'all say you have your best, our best interests at heart? So where, why, do, why does everything have to be so difficult? Why can't we just go to people and say, hey, look, this is wrong, and state the reasons why, and then they fix it. Why does it have to be X, X amount of steps to get to where we need to be? Why do you have to be a lawyer in order to figure all of this stuff out? I swear to you, I promise you, I will turn this into a class action lawsuit, ambulance chasing business. And you're going you gonna to understand the reason why teachers are leaving, because I had dinner with a teacher from, uh, uh, from Austin last night. They're leaving because they don't want to give their pronouns. They don't want to have to supervise people in the bathroom because they're having sex in the bathrooms. They don't want to have to deal with that stuff. They don't want to have to deal with these, these kinds of issues. They're, you know, and we don't have to invalidate all of these teachers' issues with their, with their emotional support learning. We don't need that. Our kids are not your emotional support animals. Stop treating them like that. I'm a mother. A mother, not a birthing person. I earned that right with my cellulite and my stretch marks. 
You're not going to do this to us. We will fight you every single day from now on. All right. There you go. That's Mrs. Clark. Um, yeah, that story about the Monday and Tuesday hearings is now making national news. If you want to read more about that, go to The Blaze, um, and that article is up. has several pictures. It has the audio and video of Mrs. Clark um, giving that presentation. This is testimony of a mother who has had it, a mother who says, I'm sick and tired of this. Kind of like that, what was that movie broadcast? I'm mad as heck and we're not going to take it anymore, right? This is where you need to be. This is where you need to be. Now, in a second, we're gonna, I want to talk about the difference between anger and outrage and how do you temper that. That's very important. But I know, I, I talk to people every single day. Every single day, I guarantee you, I have at least one conversation with someone who says, Matt, this is crazy. I can't take this anymore. This is nuts. What's this world coming to? All right. That's where everybody's at. And yet we still don't have that momentum. There is still that fear out there that if I stand up and speak out, that, you know, there's going to be social consequences for that. My, my liberal friend I go to church with every Sunday, if I speak out, she's going to know really actually who I really am, and that might, that might hurt our relationship. And, folks, it is that fear of social stigma is the number one thing, people keeping people from getting engaged and being vocal and standing up, but that is where we're at, and we're going to have to do it now, and it's we're already behind. Um, folks, uh, we're going to take a short break, and uh, by the way, before we go, my wife texted me that the song that Susan Gibson wrote, Susan Gibson was, uh, she was the one Amarillo High School uh, um, member of that band, and uh, the song she wrote was Wide Open Spaces. And uh, she comes out of nowhere, sells wide open spaces. The uh, band buys a buys a tour bus, and <laughs> the whole thing is over with. So uh, there you go. Um, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. We are back, uh, and thank you for telling folks about this program. Thank you for passing on that um, you can uh, find this program going back over a year now on all your podcast sites. Um, got some great uh, interviews, some good programming that goes through there. Uh, dig back through, find an old program, find someone I interviewed. Um, pass it on. Tell your friends about it. Uh, we're growing we need to get more people engaged. We need more people who are willing to be trained, who are willing to uh, pay attention and uh, wake up. And I hate that we're all using that same phrase, but uh, there's a lot of parents and a lot of people out there who need to make that decision that I am going to stand up. I'm going to poke my head above the fray. I'm going to stand up because I'm mad as heck and I can't take it anymore. All right. Um, 
so let's talk about anger. Um, anger is a natural emotion. It is, uh, we're born with it. Um, it is, some of us are born with a little more than others. Um, and I'm raising my hand first. Um, you know, there is a, the old, uh, cliche about redheaded, uh, and, and tempers. Well, whether that's a true cliche or not, or just a coincidence. Um, but yeah, I had that redhead, uh, temper and it gets me in trouble. It got me in trouble and it gets me in trouble. Um, it is a daily, it is a daily, not a struggle, but a daily part of my life that I have to realize when I start feeling that and realizing that it is not good because what comes out of that anger when I get angry, angry is never good. Um, there is a scripture in Proverbs, a quick tempered person does foolish things. Notice the key to me, the key word in that is quick tempered. You know, is your anger on a slow boil? If your anger is on a slow boil. You've got a little bit more control over it. Um, I have seen testimony. If you listen to Mrs. Clark, she sounded angry and she was, wasn't she? And she had that, uh, emotion in her voice. There's probably some people that will say, well, you know, she took it over the top. Um, and there's others who would say she didn't go far enough. All right. Um, how effective is an angry tirade? I, I don't know. I don't think it is as effective as a, um, as a more tamed, uh, testimony. And yet I'm not sure that unless you're maybe making a little bit of a scene that they're paying much attention to you. Do you see how I'm kind of caught in this? Um, I'm not too sure. I'll tell you one thing I have known, uh, known people, and I'm sure you have too in your life who are always angry. Do you know that person? I do. I know that person. You know what? One thing that I've found, I know more than one like that. I know several people who are just always pissed about something, right? And you just kind of want to say, look, uh, you know, why don't you take a day off? Here's something I've noticed about people who are angry all the time. Their health is poor. Just flat out true. I, I don't know. I'm sure there's some science behind that somewhere. But in my experience and in my life, the people who I know who are just constantly angry, constantly angry, angry, angry at everything, victims of everything, angry at everything, their health is poor. It just seems to go hand in hand. And so be careful with your anger. You need to use it properly. Um, one of the things that, that I try to motivate with is to get you upset. <laughs> you know, there are so many different, uh, ways to motivate people. If, if I had the money, I could motivate you with money. I could say, all right, I'm going to pay, you know, X number of dollars for everyone that goes to the Capitol on Tuesday or whatever. And, and if I had the money to do that and I made that offer high enough, I, I could get hundreds of people to the Capitol every day. You know, if you offer them, Hey, I'm going to give you a grand to go up to the Capitol every day you go, Man, I get a lot of people up there. All right. I could yeah, I'd fill that place up. Um, I don't have the ability to do that. 
So what other factors do I use to motivate you? Well, I think educating you is a part of the uh, motivation. I want, if Once you have a certain amount of knowledge about a certain subject, it's almost it almost gets to the point where you have to do something about it. When you've learned enough about one subject or a couple of things, you finally get to the point where you say, you know, I know so much about this has got to stop. This has got to stop now, right? And so that's a way to motivate you. And another way that I use, and a lot of people do it, in fact, it's probably the most typical common one used on all your TV, news uh, commentators, all these guys, they're trying to scare you to death so that you'll go do whatever it is that they're trying to get you to do. So if you're on the left, the planets, you know, we've got less than, I don't know, AOC said 12 years left, and that was, what, a couple of years ago? So if you if you're, uh, think we only have 10 years left, that's fear. You're going to do something out of fear. I'm not sure being motivated out of fear is any better. So um, a quick-tempered person does foolish th- things. We have seen warnings similar to our, to our verse today in previous devotionals. On that immediately comes to mind is from James, the half-brother of Jesus. And uh, this is from James 1. Understand this, my dear brother and sisters. You must be all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. This is from my good friend Mike Sublett. He says, I love that James reminds us that human anger does not produce what God desires in us. We must get rid of the moral filth and evil in our lives to stop this flow of anger-producing sin from entering our hearts. Our Proverbs adds a truth that we know from other scripture. Anger leads to foolish and hurtful behaviors and gives rise to evil schemes. When our lives become marked by these practices, we begin to isolate ourselves from others and become more and more controlled by the evil one and his schemes. As followers of Jesus, we must guard against having an evil and unbelieving heart that leads our hearts away from God. We cannot excuse our anger because it is in our family heritage, personality type, or racial or social background. Anger is destructive and ungodly. We must address it on two levels. Number one, we sincerely apologize and ask for the forgiveness of those we have wounded. We address the root causes of our anger with the help of the Holy Spirit's transforming power. Mike wraps this up. With the help of the Spirit, the love of Jesus, and the power of God, we can achieve our freedom from the enslaving power of anger and find ourselves becoming more and more like Jesus. I appreciate that. You know, it's real interesting. The uh, Of course, I know half of you are more out there saying, uh, well, yeah, but uh, Jesus overturned the the money changers' tables in uh, the temple and was was angry. Yeah, go back and read all of that. Yeah, he did, didn't he? What is is that kind of anger appropriate? Well, if Jesus was sinless, it was. I think we just need to be careful. 
Use your anger if you have that anger out there, if you're upset at the schools, if you're angry at the, uh, the legislature, if you're whatever, the city council. <clears throat> Turn that into something useful. Make it your, your, your motivation to make, get up and make some change, but don't do it in anger. Don't do it screaming and yelling. All right? Don't bring your anger out on that. Use it as a motivating factor and turn it into some good. And, um, I, you know, I'll probably get a little criticism on that one, but that's okay. Go ahead. We'll see. I've, uh, I've had to correct myself a number of times. So, um, you guys, um, stay tuned for Lorraine today. I'm sure she's got a good program coming up for you. And, um, yeah, check out the Groobies sometime. They had two albums out, and I think you'd really enjoy it. And uh, we use them for bumper music every now and then. So um, we're, um, yep, tonight, Lano, <laughs> Texas Election Law Training. Check out SaveOurElections.com. And uh, stay tuned for Lorraine, and uh, we'll see you manana. 